How many are glad that God woke you up this morning and you're alive and you're here? Amen? Uh, If you don't like my message this morning, you don't talk to me about it afterwards, just talk to God about it. Amen? Because this is what God has given me to bring. I was sitting over here in my seat as I do every Sunday and about four weeks ago, God said to me, when you preach next, here's what you're going to preach on. And I said, I haven't been asked to preach next. And about two weeks ago or three weeks ago, uh, about a week or so after that, Pastor Julian said, hey, I want you to bring the sermon and preach on September the 11th. I said, great. I know what I'm going to, I know what it's going to be about. But now I said, God, I need you to help me write it. And he's done that this morning. I'm going to bring exactly what he has given me uh, this morning to give to you. And I hope that it's encouraging to you this morning. My, my goal is to encourage you this morning. If you're a Christian and you're here, I want to encourage you. If you're here and don't know Christ as your Savior, I'd like to get that changed before you leave the house this morning, because when you go back out, you'll be different than when you came in. And we all should be different when we leave than when we came through the door. Amen? Amen. You know, uh, I woke up this morning and the news was all talking about September 11, 9 11. 21 years ago, uh, this horrific thing happened, and we've heard stories over the years, testimonies from the loved ones, the people who passed away and perished in that. Their loved ones have given testimonies about their faith, their life. And what, what is a testimony? A testimony, according to Webster's Dictionary, is a written or spoken statement. So if you speak something to someone about your life or about what God has done for you. It's just simple. It's a testimony. This is nothing, uh, this is nothing hard. Testimonies are easy, right? So I heard about, you've all heard about Queen Elizabeth passing away and the only queen I've known uh, for my entire lifetime, probably everybody in the room is the only queen we've known. But when I was listening to her speak, old speeches of hers and people talking about her, they were, you could hear about her faith, her faith in God. She speaks about God. She speaks about her faith. So when she passed away, we didn't have to worry about, I didn't have to know, I I knew what her testimony was, right? Because she told us. She told us herself and she told us through other people. So sharing a testimony is a spoken statement or a written statement. It's easy. How important is it to share your testimony? I want to ask you all a question this morning. Do you think your testimony is important? In other words, should you be sharing your testimony with others? You might say, I don't have a testimony. Well, I've got great news for everybody in the room. If you're here and breathing, you have a testimony. Amen? And how important is it to share your testimony? Did Jesus share a testimony with us? He did. Did God share a testimony? He did. It's called the Bible. It's a living, breathing testimony. Creating man and woman was a testimony. Creating the world was a testimony. If you're here and alive, that's a testimony. Feeding the 5,000, which I think ended up being more like 15,000, with just a few loaves of bread and a few fish. Isn't that amazing that God did that? Isn't that amazing? Not enough. And God made not enough so much 
that he fed everybody that was there, and there were 12 baskets left over. That's a lot of leftovers, amen? That's just how great our God is this morning. And what a great testimony that is that we know this because we read it in God's Word. Acts 8.25 says, After testifying and preaching the word of the Lord in Samaria, Peter and John returned to Jerusalem, and they stopped in many Samaritan villages along the way to preach the good news. Noah and the ark is a testimony from God. Can you imagine being the guy, being Noah? It never rained. And he was telling people, I'm going to build this huge boat, and two of every animal's coming, and you better get on with me or you're going to perish. He was speaking to the people, and nobody believed him except his family. And it's amazing that he did what God asked him to do. He had a testimony. That's a testimony. That should be a testimony to us about the greatness of God, right? If God's asking you to do something to step out, he will equip you. He'll never leave you in the lurch, I can promise you that. Healing the lame, Mark, making the blind to see are testimonies from the Lord. The Ten Commandments, what we live by, is a testimony to us. Exodus 32, 15 says, And Moses turned and went down from the mount, and the two tablets of the testimony were in his hand. The tables were written on both sides, and on, one, on the one side and on the other were they written. Jesus dying on the cross, taking the stripes for our healing, dying for us is a testimony. John 3, 33 says, anyone who accepts his testimony can affirm that God is true. The gospels of the Lord, the writings of the disciples and apostles are all living, breathing testimonies for us of God and what he did for them and what he's doing for us. I said earlier, the Bible is filled with testimonies. Ask yourself this question, and I want you to really hear what I'm going to say to you. If everyone shared their testimony of what God has done for them like I do, how many people would be saved? How many people would be healed, would be financially free? How many marriages would be restored? How many lives would be changed? And that's a pretty awesome question to ask yourself this morning, because we're all guilty, if we're Christians, of not sharing our testimony enough. Every one of us could do better in sharing our testimony. I want to encourage you this morning because lives could be changed. A simple thing you say to somebody could change someone's destiny forever, their eternal destiny, where they're going to spend eternity. Listen, it's been hot this last week or so, and I'm glad I'm going to heaven because I'm telling you, hell's a lot hotter than what we've been going through here. I got news for you on that, all right? So I'm really happy that I know Christ is my Savior this morning. Am I telling others my testimony of what God has done for me? Ask yourself, do I keep my testimony to myself or do I share it? Do I share it enough? Have I ever shared it? Hey, if you start thinking about sharing what God has done for you and you get sweaty under your arms and you start clearing your throat, get nervous, I just think that's sort of Satan trying to say, hey, don't tell the people what God has done for you. But when you step out and take that first step and you say something, you just share with somebody one-on-one, -on -one, you've defeated Satan. He's, he's lost. We have the victory in that this morning. Amen? I say let's let God win and let Satan be defeated. Amen? Now, I want you to hear this. You cannot impart what you do not possess. 
You cannot impart what you do not possess. If you don't possess the courage and the boldness to share what God has done for you, then you cannot impart it. Amen? We have to step out in boldness this morning. We have to become more bold for God. If Satan keeps you afraid to share your testimony with others, lives cannot be changed. People could miss heaven. Marriages could fail. Healings could be missed. Revelation 19.10, And I fell at his feet to worship him, and he said unto me, See thou do it or not, I am thy fellow servant of the brethren that have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. When it's your turn to leave this world, and I have a newsflash for everybody here, we're all going. And it's just a matter of when we're going. And when you go, are your family and your friends and your coworkers going to come around and look at you laying there and say, you know, I wonder if they were a Christian. I wonder if they went to church. I'm not sure if they knew Christ. I, I never heard their testimony. To me, that's sad. To me, that is sad. Everybody should know your kids, your grandkids, your spouse, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your coworkers, everyone should know your testimony. Now, there's a post office that I go to in Beverly Hills where I live, and there's a Tongan lady who works there. And I don't care if she's seen you a million times, when you come into the post office and do a transaction, she's going to speak the name of Jesus to you. And she's going to tell you about her relationship with Christ, and she's going to tell you that she knows Christ as her Savior. And she doesn't matter who you are. And I love that. And see, that's just what a blessing that lady is. She's a blessing to me because sometimes I can, I can, it might be hard to believe, but I can definitely be a grumpy guy sometimes. My, I just feel bad for my, my wife. I'll just let you know that. Uh, but she, she's always telling me and whoever comes in about Christ. And she is the happiest person I think I've ever met. She's always smiling. God just blesses her over and over and over. And I can't imagine the lives that she has changed by just speaking a simple word to them, telling them what God has done for her, which I think is awesome. My dad preached for a little over 60 years, and he pastored for 50 years, and Four months ago today, he went home to be with the Lord. And this Bible is the Bible that my dad preached with from the time I can remember till I was about 40 years old. And the pages are worn. It's falling apart. Pages are taped together because he was in the Word so much. But this is, he left a testimony behind. And it's in here. He preached about this, and you know, as all the, we came to do his home going, uh, I was so excited, I was sad for the loss, but I was so excited for him, and as I spoke the eulogy over my dad, I said, what a great moment it was for him when he closed his eyes here and took his last breath, and he opened his eyes there and got to see what he'd been preaching about all those years. That's amazing. And I'm going to tell you something. When we go, we're going to close our eyes here. We're going to open them, and we're going to see what we've been talking about, what we've the worshiping about. We get to see him face to face, and I'm so excited about that. Now, I'll miss my dad for sure, 
but he left a testimony. When the pastors came for the homegoing, and a lot of pastors took, took part in it, they all spoke about how my dad mentored them, how my dad helped them when he stood with them when nobody would stand with them. That was part of a testimony of what my dad had done for them, but it's about what God had done for them. And when the main pastor got up to preach the funeral, he said, I don't have to preach a funeral this morning. Clarence, through his testimony of the way he lived and what he showed us and told us, preached, the test, preached his funeral through his testimony while he was living. Amen? It's important that we leave and share a testimony. It matters what you leave behind as a way of testimony. It matters how you live your life. It matters how you share your testimony to others, friends, family, strangers. And like I said before, if it makes you uncomfortable, that's a good thing. Because I can guarantee you one thing. Uh, if God hasn't kicked you out of your comfort zone, don't worry, your time's coming. Amen? If you do what he asks you to do, your time's going to come. Uh, I didn't think I'd be doing what I do up here, and I can tell you uh, for sure, uh, if you do what God asks you to do, the blessings are, are, are unimaginable. Each of you are a platoon for God. Each of you have family, friends, coworkers, people you encounter on a daily basis. Let them know your testimony. It could change your life. How would you feel if you led someone to the Lord by just, just having a one-on-one conversation, just letting them know what God did for you that day could change their life? Your simple testimony of what God has done for you is more powerful than any evil Satan can put in our world. Did you catch that? Your simple testimony of what God has done for you is more powerful than any evil Satan can put in our world. You say, you know, Roger, you've been talking a lot uh, already about uh, we should share our testimony. Well, what about your testimony? Well, I'm going to give you a capsulized version of my testimony. Uh, my dad was a pastor. When I was eight years old, my parents were in their 20s, and I had a birth defect, and I lost a kidney. And I had a 50-50 chance of living, and God decided to keep me here. And imagine, I can't imagine being in my 20s and having a child that you might, might not make it through an eight-and-a-half-hour operation. They flew, a, uh, they flew a surgeon in from Houston, Texas, because in Cincinnati, where I'm from, they had not done an operation like that on a kid. Uh, and God saw fit to keep me here. And I told him what I wanted to do with my life. I didn't ask him. I just sort of told him. I thought, well, I guess he'll make it happen. And he actually did. He, he, he was so gracious and kind to me. And I found myself in the entertainment industry here in Los Angeles. And I was in the home of a very famous star. And I hadn't been going to church like I was supposed to. I hadn't been tithing like I, if I went to church once a month, I was Oh, I thought that was a great thing. If I put 500 bucks in the offering, I said, oh man, I've done good today. But I was making 17,000 a month and I was only given 500 in offering. That, I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do. Uh, but God will get your attention, I can guarantee you. And he got my attention. Because in the home of this very famous person, this person had gotten drunk and he carried a pistol in his front pocket at all times and it was loaded. And he came over to me and put the gun in my face and he cocked it. And I thought, well... I'm in my early 20s, I guess this is going to be it. And the thought ran through my mind, Variety and Hollywood Reporter won't even talk about it because they won't know I'm gone. Right? That was what went through my mind. And so I, 
I talked the gun down out of his hand. I threw it across the room and it never went off. But in that moment, I made a promise to God that if you let me live, I'll do whatever you want me to do, wherever and whenever. And I've been doing that since I've been in my 20s, and I still do it to this day today, standing in front of you. One of the other parts of my testimony is that my wife was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, and God completely healed her. Nine lesions in her brain and completely healed. And how did we get that healing? We had to move to Tennessee where we didn't know anybody because God said to do it. And I have blind faith. If God says to do something, I just, I'm like Nike. I just do it. Amen. <laughs> and it was scary. I got news for you. It was scary. I had a great career in the entertainment industry and God moved us somewhere that I didn't know anybody. We didn't know anybody. Our kids were crying when we moved there. And then when God moved us back to California, our kids were crying again because they didn't want to leave Tennessee where we moved. But my kids are married. They're thriving. And that's part of my testimony. Every morning before they went to school, from the time they were three and a half in preschool, the twins and Chelsea was, was about five or she was 10, I guess, and they were five and went to preschool at three and a half, whatever. Every day before they left for school, I would lay hands on all my kids and I would pray over them for that day. Every day they went to school, I prayed over them that God would keep them safe because you know we do have two guardian angels. We do have two angels charged over each one of us at all times. That means there's a lot of angels in this room because there's a lot of people in this room, amen? A couple thousand, I think, right? So I think that gave them what they needed to get through their day. And they came back to us. God was so good. My kids came back home every day. No scars, no broken bones, no problems. I will tell you that I'm a hover dad. And I drove my kids to school and picked them up from preschool to high school. They were very embarrassed in high school, but I didn't care. Wanted to keep them out of trouble, but no, they're good kids. They were good. So that's part of my testimony. This is, I've shared my testimony with you in a capsulized form. This church building is a testimony where we're sitting. Next year, this church will turn 100 years old, which is amazing. It's the second church building built on Wilshire Boulevard in the history of Los Angeles. And this church building stands as a testimony to the community it sits in. I was thinking about it this morning, all the lives that have been saved before we ever got here and had church in this building. All the marriages that were restored before we ever came in this building. All the, all the people who were healed, God healing them before we ever got to this building. And here it still stands 100 years later and God is still using this building for his purpose, and the glory goes to God. Amen? Praise be to God. Hallelujah. And I've got to tell you something this morning. Uh, this worship team that's up here, and they are singing and playing every Sunday. Before the church service starts, they're back there praying for the service. It's, they're amazing. They come early in the morning, and they rehearse they work hard, all the pastors of this church, the associate pastors, all the full-time staff, 
all the production people behind the scenes, people you don't even see or hear from, they're working hard so we do what we do here. And I just think we need to give them a hand clap of praise this morning because they're also leaving a testimony this morning. Amen? They're, they've got a testimony to share this morning about what they do for the Lord. I'm going to ask the worship team to come up. Now, this wasn't a um, shout the house down message. I wish it would have been, but I'm just bringing you what God asked me to bring today. So I'm going to ask the worship team to come up. And I, I want to I just... I want to leave you with a couple of things. First of all, I'm going to give an invitation in a couple of minutes. And this invitation is for several kinds of people. If you need boldness this morning to step out and just simply have a conversation and share your testimony with somebody, this invitation's for you, just for boldness. We've got some great people here in the church that'll come around and pray with you. And I'll pray with you. And if you're here this morning and don't know Christ as your Savior, this invitation is for you too. You know, once a preacher's kid, always a preacher's kid. I want to see people go to heaven. I don't want to see anybody miss heaven, ever. I had a great uncle who lived to be 95, and he didn't stand up in front of crowds like this, but he got you one-on-one, -on -one, and he witnessed and shared his testimony one-on-one -on -one all of his adult life, and many lives were changed just one-on-one. -on -one was amazing, and that inspired me. My dad spoke in front of thousands of people in the Midwest, thousands of people, for many, many years. I'm part of his testimony. Your parents who raised you in church, if you raised in church and they're with us or not with us, your grandparents who prayed for you, that's part of their testimony. And now it's transferred to you. And what are we going to do with it? I want you to think about it this morning. I want to say something to you. If God has healed you, I want you to stand up. If God has restored your marriage, I want you to stand up. If God has saved you, I want you to stand up. If God gave you that promotion at work, stand up. If you got that movie or TV show recording gig or role, stand up. God gave you a job, stand up. If God allows you to pay your rent, stand up. If God woke you up this morning, stand up. These are all testimonies of God's greatness. With everyone you see and watch, God changed lives. Watch your family and friends and even those you don't know hear your testimony. This morning, I brought you what God has asked me to bring. It's a simple message, nothing complicated about it. And if you're here today, and you need boldness or courage to just share what God has done for you. If, if the Lord said to you, hey, I'm gonna put a million dollars in your bank account if you just simply share about me to somebody, we'd all do it, right? But it doesn't work that way. Our job is to share what the Lord has done for us. And I promise you the blessings, you can't count them. I promise you that this morning. We have an amazing God. So if you're here and you need boldness and courage to just step out and share, I want you to come as they sing. And if you're here and don't know Christ as your Savior today, all you need is to take the first step. And I promise you God's with you all the way. He will not leave you or forsake you ever. 
I don't care how bad things are in your life. I can tell you what, they'll be 100,000 times better with the Lord right by your side. Amen?